Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. We got a big Tuesday show today, D'Anthony. I'm super excited about this show today. It's it's one of those days where you're lucky to do this job. You don't think you'd ever get to talk to somebody like this in real life. At least I do. Um, you're obviously a little different because you were military here. But we've got a real-life Top Gun instructor and graduate of the Top Gun Academy, Matthew Wiz Buckley, on the show today. There it is. Whoa. Matthew, can you hear us? I got you loud and clear, man. God Perfect. damn it, Matthew. Can you hear that? Can you hear it fired up in the background, brother? I, I Where's JT's version, man? I thought he did a new version of this. Shut the fuck up, Matthew. <laughs> Son of a bitch, dude. I can only see the top half of you on Zoom right now, but I bet you the bottom half, you're all bricked up, brother, aren't you? I got my son Speedo on, and I'm sitting on a volleyball. Oh, you shit, son dude. of a bitch, dude. Look at you. <laughs> Look at that fucking fine piece of America staring back at me right now. Man. America, baby. You really yeah. did it. Like You did, You were the, fu- you're the fucking real-life Tom Cruise, dude. You did it. Oh, my God, man. Not even close. Uh, but I, I, I appreciate that. He's a great American. Good dude. Who uh, is? Tom? Tom, Tom, man, good dude. Do you know hey, TC? The, uh, Do you know TC in real life? I, I'm, I'm like Kevin. Was it Kevin Bacon? Six degrees. So one of my best friends, I flew Hornets with, Captain Brian Ferg Ferguson, was the technical advisor to Maverick, man. So the U.S. Navy actually gave him orders to Paramount Studios for two years, and that guy is best friends with Tom Cruise and Jerry Bruckheimer, and uh, Hats off to those those folks, man. Them passing out in the movie Maverick yeah. is actually them passing out, man. They actually they got them up in the Hornet and they beat the shit out of those actors. So good on them, at least for for getting up in, in, in the in the Hornet and doing it for real. Yeah, they got a lot of good shots that you've never seen in film before. The whole thing where they're punching out at ten Gs seems like maybe not. Not, oh, in the new one. That's not a real thing. It's totally real. No. Yeah. Can you answer that question? It's real. I know it's real. You, you're you saying yes, aren't you? <laughs> Get your well, fucking face ripped off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ten, ten and a half Gs is, is, is a little much. It, it kind of cracks me up, though. Is is Has Top Gun gotten so bad that our current crop of Top Gun graduates can't attack a target in, let's just say, Country X, that they have to call a 60-year-old out of retirement to come and do it. It's <laughs> Back when I was at Top Gun, we, we we didn't suck that badly that we had to call retirees back. But Matthew, he was the best, though. Like I don't changed. understand. He's the best. I forgot about that. To ever right. do it, you're bringing best. back the best. Uh, would you bring <laughs> back Jordan, or would you have LeBron out there taking the final shot? No, dude, you're bringing back Jordan. No. Yes. No, bringing like, back no, Jordan. He's, he's sixty-three. We're not doing that. But if he, Tom Cruise, was sixty-three as well, I, I'm still giving the last shot to Jordan. All right, dude. He's a good-looking sixty-three man. I might look into the Scientology stuff. Get, I know. I'll beam up into a spaceship to, if I'm going to look that good at sixty-three. It's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. <laughs> well, Tom Cruise is sixty-one. I think Jordan's sixty-three. Though, I think right? Jordan's sixty-three. Oh. Um, All right. With, but either way, either way. Uh, look, you're samesies on that no, one. Jordan's actually a year younger. He's sixty. Is he really? Shit, dude. Look at that. 
Um, but for you, whenever we have a fighter pilot on the show, I always try to guess what the call sign is. So yours is Wiz. Um, was your father or grandfather a grand wizard in the KKK? Uh, well, no comment about that. Um, <laughs> you know, oh, oh, hail Satan. Um, no, nah, man. Well, as, as you guys are well aware, there, there, there ain't no Maverick. There's no Iceman, Wolfman. Uh, fighter pilot call signs are earned. And they're usually by doing something stupid. So, um, yeah, I'm Wiz. And I... Uh, Did you piss on a I plane? Happened to, uh, no, all over my commanding officer when he was asleep one night on a yacht <laughs> oh, in Key West. Boy. Are you fucking serious? Is that's, that real? That's better. Uh, well, I, I, I legally I can deny it because I don't clearly remember doing it. But now, according to the guys in the squadron, we got back on this. We were supposed to go out for this Key West, you know, Marlin tournament. It's like on ESPN each year and... You know, at five o'clock on Friday, the Key West Marlin tournament cocktail party started. And by 503, I'm just fucking supersonic. I don't remember anything except for a couple of days later when they told me what happened. But I guess we went out on Duval Street in Key West and just booting it up. And I guess the skipper, being the, the senior man on site, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch out of the fight early, go get go back to that nice yacht and get a good stateroom and let these kids just go out and be crazy. And I guess we got back to the boat. I don't know, three, four in the morning. And apparently I got up from wherever I had passed out and just kind of walked down the passageway of this yacht and jiggled door handles. And one of them opened and apparently that's where he was sleeping. And, uh, apparently I, uh, seated to, uh, target my commanding officer allegedly. Uh, and holy shit, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, they tell me I did this. So I have plausible deniability. It's funny though, because you know, it, it, people see, you know, a name on the side of the jet and a call sign and they think that's your jet. And, you know, obviously you got, you know, Dan knows in the military, that ain't your airplane. That's just your your name's on one of the jets, because if your jet was down for maintenance for six months, you wouldn't fly. So I bring this up because anytime I would need extra flight time, I take a jet to go see my folks up in Jersey and I'd go give the maintenance guys a case of beer like, hey, can I get my jet for the weekend? Because it's got my name on it. And it's so funny because I'd land in Atlantic City, and my dad would have his friends on one side of the jet telling the story of me pissing on the commanding officer, and then my mom would have her friends on that side of the jet going, oh, it, he's whiz because he's brilliant. My Matthew is just so smart. It, he, he's all signed whiz because of intelligence. So there you go. So I, that's whiz. That, that was actually mm -hmm. one of my guesses, no lie. I was going to say math whiz, grand wizard in the KKK, or you whizzed all, you pissed all over somebody. Uh, I'm shocked that one of them was right, to be honest with you. Uh, the fact we that you were, pissed yeah, all over your commanding officer is amazing. That's yeah. incredible. It, so real quick, here's a funny story. So I got an H in mind, W-H-I-Z, because when I was in that squadron, there already was a whiz, W-I-Z. This guy took four F-18s to Vegas for a weekend, mm -hmm. uh, had, some, had some local folk dancers in his hotel room, and like any good naval aviator, instead of using the, you know, the, the toilet in your hotel room as a human, he went out into the hallway and he's leaning up against the elevator and he's just peeing on the elevator door and doors open and he pisses all over Geraldine Ferraro, who's running for <laughs> running for vice president, the first woman running for vice president. Wow. She got off she got off on the wrong floor with her Secret Service protection. So he nails Geraldine Ferraro. R.I.P. They, ta yeah. they tackle him, you know, drop that penis. So they they tackle him. 
throw them in a room for eight hours. They're like, you tell anybody about this, we'll destroy your career. And, you know, you'll never screen for command. He's like, okay, I'm sworn to secrecy. He got back to Key West. This is like, guess what I did? I pissed all over Geraldine Farrar. God so he it. was whiz and I was whiz with an H. And and both both you guys because you pissed on people, which is amazing. Piss I gotta be honest though, pissing on Geraldine Ferraro is is pretty high up there. Like that's screen awesome. for command. Deep select for Admiral. Uh, I agree. Well, I, we have that yeah. I mean, and Dan and I have talked about this on the show in the past. Like uh, you know, a lot of people's dream is to jack off on Buzz Aldrin. And mm. just to say you did it, yeah. right? Because he's the last one who's still alive, who was on the moon. And it'd be a fun story for your family, well, much uh, like yours. Allegedly on the moon. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So talk my call about, sign would be... a moonshot. Nailed it. My call, my call sign would be Buzz. Uh, just because it was like, oh, man, mm-hmm. what happened? I jacked off all over Buzz Aldrin at a Hampton Inn, you know? And like New Bern, North Carolina, that would, that would rock. One giant shot for mankind. Oh boy, wouldn't that be the best? Because you know Buzz would be so pissed off about it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's he's like, a puncher. He, he is a puncher. puncher. He punched that dude at, at was it Thirty Rock? Uh, Thirty Rock, American <laughs> Airlines. Yeah. Uh, he's punched a lot of people. <clears throat> oh shit! Remember the guy who came up to him and said uh, you didn't land on the moon? That was at Thirty Rock. Was it really? I'm pretty yeah. sure he was Bob, right? I think he was walking out of Thirty Rock yeah. from an interview yeah, or yeah, something, yeah. and the guy yep. accosted him. You never did it. That he just punched a guy right in the face. Which, maybe you know, maybe that's what we call it, like punching. The buzz or punching the aldrin. Yeah. Like a donkey puncher. Uh, it was outside of a Beverly Hills hotel, actually. Oh, I thought that was at 30 Rock. There we go. No. Yeah, well, there we go. I think he was on 30 Rock. It was some LA cunt then. He was on 30 Rock, yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't mean the show. I meant the yeah. building. Okay. Uh, but anyways. Yes. Uh, but what I, I love Not your... with Alec Baldwin, who's got more kills than I do. I know, stateside. Well, stateside, anyway. Stateside, yeah. at least. Uh, but with, with uh, your point. microphone today, even that's on point, where I feel like I'm talking to you inside the goddamn cockpit. I love that, too. Hey, man. Yeah, no points for second place. Uh, I, I got up my game to be with you, fellas. What's your What's your little suit there that you're wearing today? What's your little getup? It's got your name on yeah. it and some wings. I, Ross, I actually... Uh, not pat myself on the back. I, I just got back from down. I was down in Fort Lauderdale doing a Fox Business News hit this morning for our foundation, the the No Fallen Heroes Foundation. So I threw the threw the flight suit on and jumped in the car, and I literally just walked in the door about thirty minutes ago. So do, you feel, our, do you feel like you drive faster in the car if you get the suit on, dude? That's that's a no brainer. And what's your I, driving I record look like? That's another thing I'm curious. Yeah. About. A little bit of a reckless driving here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was adjudicated, and uh, I'm I'm good now. But yeah, you know, when when it's going from a Ferrari to like riding a moped, so the, the the road's a little frustrating, especially all the stupid people in front of me. So it's a little, it can be a little frustrating. Whereas in the sky, you go anywhere on I-95 in South Florida, you you want to bend the steering wheel into a pretzel because you can't Ricky Bobby and want to go fast for sure. And, and I've I've been in uh, in an F-16 before. Um, and oh, it's, shit. oh yeah. And it's a fucking blast, man. I had uh, me and my wife. Did you actually. get your nine G qual? Did you get nine G? I didn't. So no, I didn't, I didn't do a nine. I think, I think he did maybe three or four or something like that. And like, I mean, you can't lift mm-hmm. your arms. Um, you yeah. know, it feels like you're a million pounds. You can't do anything. Your neck. Uh, I was actually mm-hmm. sore the next day after doing it, oh, yeah. but man, it was so fucking fun. And, uh, and I remember talking to the pilot cause I just sat in the back seat. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. they wouldn't let me fly the goddamn thing on my own, although I felt that I was qualified because I stayed in a Holiday Inn the night before. Uh, right. But I, I sat in the back of that thing, and it was such a, a great experience that I was like, this is one job that if you got to do this every single day, 
you would never want to quit because if you could just fly like that every single day through the air, first of all, it's a beautiful view no matter where you're, you're at. Uh, second of all, you get to do all the – we did the barrel rolls and all the tricks and all that other shit. Nice. I just couldn't – Imagine going back to real life once it's all over. Yeah, maybe that's why those guys uh, on 9-11 Got just it. flew it into the building. Yeah. Because they didn't want to give it up. They didn't want to give the jet up. They yeah. were just like, Makes hey, sense. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, well, you know, the S-16 the Air Force guys, they're barely on our side. Uh, but I'm glad you I'm glad you enjoyed that. The three four G's is is pretty sporty. You didn't did you gray out at all or I didn't throw up. Or? No, no, I, I I was good about it. My wife threw up everywhere afterwards, but uh, <laughs> but I was good. And it's um, what I didn't know though was uh, that it was completely illegal what we did. I rented it all online. It was for a film, and we only paid five thousand a piece. And maybe that should have been my first uh, clue. But uh, but the guy you rented an F sixteen we did and and I said uh, I said where'd you get this and surprisingly because I told this story to Jared as well Jared said you mm-hmm. can buy the Russian ones and that they're for sale all Migs, the time yeah you can buy mix yeah well, Jared but, Jared Jared and I owned one together we yeah. owned an L thirty nine together yep. a couple years ago <laughs> I used to JT and I used to rip around Texas and uh, yeah we owned an L thirty nine Albatross together you guys come to Dan you come to South Florida I'll throw you in the back. Of the L thirty nine, and we'll we'll go bend the jet around, man. Fuck yeah, dude, that'd be awesome, man. Can we drop? Like we do some airstrikes, maybe on the border. <laughs> I you know. think we're gonna need to. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look, Let's man up. <laughs> see, since we're since we are talking about it in the airstrikes, um, are you one of those guys that would ever get called back to go to Iran or any place like that? Dude, if 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 my phone rings, we're, we're fucked. It's over with. You know, Katie bar the door. If they're if they're reaching, this is like we st- started talking about. It. If they're going after a fifty five year old uh, to call me back, we're in a lot of trouble. Although we are in a lot of trouble, so uh, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no. But uh, you know, based on uh, what's the uh, sideshow Bob's uh, announcement yesterday? What's her name? The press secretary. Oh, uh, Jean Luc Picard, Jean Pierre. Yeah. Yeah, Jean Luc, yeah. sideshow Bob. Yep. Um, she said that these three people died serving this administration. So if this administration calls me back, I guess I would go to serve them. Right? I, I man, after you know, we'll, we can get into the medicine work. But thank God I've done the medicine work because old me would have climbed through the fucking TV yesterday when that woman said that. It's just an absolute disgrace. I've, ne- I've never heard anybody refer to uh, soldiers dying as dying for the administration and not the country and folks, itself. These yep. were these were three folks. I'm like service personnel, soldiers, something. Yep. Great Americans. Three folks died serving this administration. Fucking Benjamin, get the musket. I, I could not, uh, uh, you know, uh, namaste type of thing. I was like, holy shit. I, I can't believe she just said that. You know, I, I understand Awful. it. I, I saw that same presser, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, but the reason why I asked if you would ever uh, get sent back there is, you know, and I hate to keep referring back to the movie, but that's what we all know about it, is sure. you are the best of the best in the world, and I'm sure that doesn't change, and there's only got to be a certain amount of you guys um, over time that, yeah, if shit really popped off, why wouldn't they call you back, I guess? Or is there is there a, a crop of young dudes who have already achieved the level that you achieved back in the day? Oh, easily. Well, and, and ladies. So dudes and ladies nowadays, uh, the, the technology's changed a little bit, right? So I'm going to, I'm going to age myself. I flew what, what they call the legacy F-18 because now they have the super Hornet. And then now they also have the F-35 is, uh, you know, the strike fighter, you know, that 
250, 150 million dollar airplane. So the technology has changed significantly, but in a good way. Things are a little bit easier. In my day, I had to land the F-18 aboard the carrier. Now, you know, especially in the Joint Strike Fighter, they have something called the magic carpet. You can kind of click a couple buttons and this jet's going to land itself aboard the aircraft carrier. So the technology is, I'd probably need a, a, a couple weeks to a month to get up to speed with the tech. Mm-hmm. To your point, Ross, you know, it's like riding a bike, man. It, you could knock the rust off and and I you could get back in it pretty quickly, just like uh, my sisters and brothers on the ground. You, you give them a day at the range and and they're 4.0, you know. Did you get to do any cool shit uh, over there and like blow up, you know, a fucking oil well or something crazy like because uh, oh, another another one of my faves is Iron Eagle. You know, that's a uh, one of the first documentaries about the Air Force too. Iron Eagle. Yeah. 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 And Chappie, uh-huh. Chappie Sinclair. Yeah. Happy man, listening to uh, you know a, a, what was it? A Walkman? What were those things called with the cassette tape yep. in it? Yeah. Oh yeah, on his leg, yeah, dude. Chappy. Oh yeah, yeah. On his hey, leg, Dougie. Dougie, if you hear me right now, chances yeah. are I went down. Now you've got to take over the mission. Yeah, Luke, Luke and, Gossett and, Jr. Right? Yeah, one Not of the best, bad. best oh, of yeah. all time. Yeah. I mean, he peaked in an officer and a gentleman, and then he transitioned to the uh, to the Air Force. And you know, so he was he was a great drill instructor at OCS. And then he's still he alive, by the way. He's still alive. 87. Maybe he'll come back and fly some planes. Sure will, dude. Sure will. Or at least give a moto speech before everybody goes out. Fuck. That would Imagine be dumb, that. dude. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know you could shoot a Maverick on the ground, too, man. But Doug Masters figured a lot of shit out that the Air Force is integrated into their current uh, op board planning. But again, that's what the best of the best do. And I'm sorry if you're not one of them out there, okay? Dougie <laughs> exactly. Masters was one of those guys. Chappie Sinclair, one of those guys. You're one of those guys. Goose, sorry, he didn't make it, okay? Can't be considered well, one of those guys. I don't think Chappie made it either, did he? Chappie did, right? Towards the, did, did he, he come back? Did he, he fucking died? After, die? He died after the first one because that's what the second and third ones are about. I thought right? they got him and I thought no, there was a big hug back, at the man. end. Yes, dude. Yeah, there was a huge or, hug. Yeah, but he died had like, uh, like in the second one or before the second or one, right? Uh, Lou Gossett Jr. is credited for the second one. He is, okay. yeah. So maybe it was the third one when he died. I So I didn't get into like you two need, or three. Somebody has to die in each one of them. You know yeah, yeah. So I think he would probably have been Iron Eagle 3. You ready for this? Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, in my opinion, Maverick should have died saving Goose's son. Would have been a great movie if he died in it. But he ends up ejecting, and you know, because after you do forty G's instantaneous and you eject as a sixty-year-old, you can run through the woods, and you know. But anyway, um, you ready for this? Yeah. So Mach Mach ten or whatever it was at the beginning. Yep. And a big fireball, and everybody thinks Tom Cruise is dead, and he walks into the diner. Let me lay this on you guys. He died. He actually died. And the rest of the movie is his dying vision or dream before he transitions to the afterlife. I think that? the same thing about um, James Bond, mm. the the mm. the film before this one, this last one that yeah. came out where he does where he died. Die. Yeah, uh-huh. I think he's mm-hmm. dead then, and then he gets to live his hero fantasy and save his like he meets his kid and all like come on man, get the fuck out mm-hmm. of here. Near a link should happen. Not once in the entire franchise <laughs> of James Bond for eighty years. Has a child been involved in anything? And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I got a kid dead. Yeah, dead. Good point. I didn't apply it to 007. I I thought Susan Maverick, I'm like, he just died right there in the rest of the movies, his dying Mm -hmm. uh, wish or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly right. 
But with, with with TC though, you're not killing him off because uh, you know if it if it does well, obviously they want another one. All of them just signed on, by the way. So it's uh, him. Uh, Miles Teller and then uh, Glenn Powell, the guy Glenn who played Powell. Hangman. So the three of them yeah. are signed on. They're doing another one, uh, mm-hmm. which is fun. But I'm with you. I thought he was going to die at the end, and that was going to be the thing for the kid and all of it. Yeah. And then the kid, Miles Teller uh, of of Goose, was going to be the mm-hmm. one as the ashes flew by, and he's you know throwing the dog tags yeah. and shit, exactly. and then. And then, but when when you're TC, you ain't letting go of that franchise. They'll pry it from your cold, dead hands. Oh fuck! What what is he on Mission Impossible nineteen right now? You know he's gonna be. You know he's gonna be in this one. He's gonna be like the Val Kilmer dude. He's gonna have a couple stars on his shoulders. He'll be the. He'll be. He's selected for Admiral or something, and some young punk. Hey, you know we're writing the story right now, fellas. We sure are, Uh, and they can have it. It's (laughs) fine. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you're good it's, to go. It's good theater. Uh, it, it's good theater. Like I said, had the the, the storyline was just obscenely insane, but the flying scenes were great. I mean, uh, on a good day in the United States Navy, my first cruise with uh, I had Tomcats on board on the Abraham Lincoln. It took an act of Congress to get an F-14 Tomcat airborne, and we have the best maintainers in the world. You ain't ejecting into Iran or wherever and just finding a, a fully up and maintenance capable tomcat and getting airborne that's fully armed but i mean maybe you're not yeah maybe you're not you're full of lies today (laughs) that shit happens all the time in my world yeah dude lies make baby jesus cry i don't (laughs) understand what's going on here is it is there something with you where you're not allowed to give up the secrets because we saw what happened no he's just a hater man is that what it is Yeah, he's just a hater god damn it he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't exactly. want things to work out in the world. I mean, we got saved. We got saved from X country. I love that you said that earlier on in the show. I thought the same thing when I was watching the movie. I was like, why don't they name the country? Where are they? Exactly. Well, that's because yeah. we're almost at war with all of them already. So we're trying not to provoke them too much. So in the blank, <laughs> which country? And so let's spin the wheel of who we're at war with today. Yeah. It's just a, it's a random wheel. It is. So uh, look, let's go back to the beginning of this with you. Uh, what made mm-hmm. you even want to do this uh, to begin with? Was it high school, college? Yeah, you know, um, I, I was raised, uh, you know, Irish Catholic family, one of six kids, Jersey Shore, not not the MTV one, the uh, re- the real Jersey Shore. Uh, which know, which one? Service. Seaside uh, or, uh, or Long Beach Margate, Island? Margate, man. Okay. Margate, outside of Atlantic City. Yeah. So, uh, you know middle lower middle class irish catholic like hey we need we we ain't paying for college so uh across the street from and living on the beach i love the ocean but living across the street from me this i'm gonna age myself this is early 80s mid 80s -hmm. evil soviet union uh the atlantic city had an air national guard base and across the street from me my best friend growing up his dad was an eastern airlines pilot and he flew f-106s in the new jersey air guard and this guy had the trans am an orange flight suit he was like larger than life i woke up one day walking to the you know the bus stop to go to grade school and his trans am's in our yard like on its side and he's like passed out you know in his flight suit like just completely shit-faced i'm like i want to be that guy yeah <laughs> there was one day he told his son and i like hey when you guys when the bus drops you off at three o'clock today on the hill up here you can stay there and I'm like, that's weird. What's he going to pick us up? We live a block away. So we got off the bus and we stayed there. And I'm just, we're just standing there. And literally across Atlantic City Bay, there's like a black smoking dot. 
and I'm trying to process what the black smoking dot is. And before I knew it, this F-106 was right on top of us, going straight up in full afterburner, blew us all over the place, school books, rocks in my teeth and my hair. And I'm looking up. You could feel the the fire from the afterburner. I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, so, yeah, always kind of since a young age knew I wanted to to fly fighters and off an aircraft carrier and just kind of made all the choices to make that happen. Going to school down in, in Florida. I was an R- a ROTC guy. I wasn't smart enough to go to an academy. Thank God. So I drank for four years in college and wore a uniform, you know, one day a week and got, got lucky, lucky enough to be selected for Navy flight training. And then obviously the Navy's got helos. They got propeller planes. You got to bust your ass to select jets. And then at the time, the Navy had a lot of jets, attack jets, refueling, jammers. So yeah, it, it's kind of a pyramid. You always had to kind of be number one in order to get what you want. So again, you know, they were hung over that day or I gave them a briefcase full of hundreds. I, I got selected to fly Hornets and then that's all she wrote. Kind of went out to California and, and flew the F-18. Well, since you did age yourself there, uh, the dates match up. Top Gun came out in 86. I think Iron, Iron Eagle came you out in hear 85. But, no, but but true. Uh, like Ooh. I'm asking this seriously. Did you watch those before that and be like, oh, shit, all right, this is what no, I want to no, do? No, 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 So aging myself, this came, Top Gun, the first one came out when I was a junior in high school. I was doing, I was looking at the Academy. I was doing all this stuff before Top Gun came out. Top Gun came out. Everyone had, everybody wanted to be a fighter pilot. And I'm like, well, that's just fucking great. Mm-hmm. So I had to bust my ass even more. I mean, it solidified my decision to do it, but I was on board before that movie came out. And it kind of pissed me off. Got it. Yeah. And, and that's why I was asking seriously, because uh, I think every, you know, kid, uncle, whoever was watching it, watched that movie. It was the biggest movie in the world. And then they were like, that's what I want to do. Uh, but then yep. you, you know, I remember watching the interviews years later and they tell you, how next to impossible it is, how many people actually get into Top Gun? How many pilots are invited to that program? So it's uh, obviously they have instructors there uh, that, that are there for two or three year tours. But each squadron, you know, maybe once a year or every other year gets to pick one guy or gal to go to Top Gun. So uh, and you don't go. So I went to be clear, I went through what's called the adversary course. So at Top Gun, there's a blue course where all the good guys and girls go through, and it's a lot long. I went through what's called the red course. I learned how to be a bad guy. Because when you go to Top Gun, if you're a good guy getting ready to go deploy overseas, you got to fly against bad guys. So Mm -hmm. our adversary jets were painted like, you know, Russian or Cuban or North Korean MiGs. And we would fly bad guy tactics. You know, there's an adversary squadron in Fallon where Top Gun is that fly F-5s that simulate MiG-21s and other threat aircraft. So I actually went through what's called the adversary program to learn how to be a bad guy. So I'd study all our enemy, you know, tactics, their radars, their comm procedures, you know, how they went to flight school. And then also at Top Gun up in the, in the Fallon ranges, you know, our alphabet agencies do a pretty good job of stealing or maybe buying all the enemy radar systems. So you actually have as a bad guy, you have a bunch of bad guy jets, and then you have all these surface to air missile radars and sites on the ground. So you have a pretty good IADS, integrated air defense. So you go to Top Gun. I went through the adversary course, but you don't stay there forever, you know, three to six months, however long your course is. And then you go back to your fleet squadron where you came from. And it's, you know, they start bowing to you because, you know, you just came from the mountain. 
you have all the brand new tactics. You have the, you know, your, your newly minted Top Gun grad. And at Top Gun, they actually teach you how to be an instructor. So you don't go back to your fleet squadron like a dick, like, I'm brilliant now, kiss my ring. You go back and say, here's everything I learned. Here's the current gouge. Here's what's going on overseas. And you, and you teach. So long, very long answer to your short question. It's usually one to two pilots every couple of years that get to go through Top Gun. And is there a plaque? Do you win? Is there a winner and a loser since you are good versus bad in all of this? And the plaque for the lady, the alternates is in the lady's room. Yeah. Um, no, there's there's no winner. You can lose. People get booted out of the course. And, you know, if, if people aren't hacking it, they, you're, first of all, you, you're a commanding officer. Your skipper ain't going to select you as the guy to go if you suck. Um, so you, you, you're kind of on your game as it is, but there are people who, you know, just don't make it through the course. They bend over backwards to help you there. You, you're there for a reason. Uh, and they'll give you a couple reflies if if you kind of really suck. But at the end of the day, man, if you're not hacking it, you, you, it's just like buds or any military program. If, if you're not hacking it, you, you're, you're gone. Uh, so when you walk into a bar afterwards, you finish the school, you do the instructor, everybody's seen the movie, you're right in the same time period. Do people even believe you when you say what you do for a living at that point? <laughs> You know, it's it, it. You guys know this. Any, uh, it, it's Hollywood, right? So I actually go. There ain't nobody who walks in a bar and says, "Hey, I'm a Top Gun grad." I, I go out of my way to kind of hide that, just so there is kind of this preconceived notion, right? Uh, it's the exact opposite of the joke. How do you know somebody went to Top Gun or is a Navy fighter pilot? They'll tell you. It's it's the exact opposite. If you got a dude like that with that type of attitude, that first of all, they don't get to go there. And second of all, if they did have that attitude, they'd be gone uh, pretty quick. There, there's just no room for egos. Is there like uh, a designator I mean, on your uniform? Do you get a ribbon for graduating the course or anything? Or how does that work? No, no, I, I, you get it, it, it's a patch. Yeah, it's just a patch on your flight suit. Like mine at the bottom says adversary underneath it. But mm. no, it's just you get, you know, certificates on the wall behind me. You get a certificate. Here's your patch. And. Go back to the fleet and teach others, man. Put the ladder down. And you got, uh, I, know, I know this isn't issued by the military, but you actually got a lower back tattoo to match, I believe, right? I got a tramp stamp. Yeah. You guys don't? Come on. No, I mean, I, not that, because I didn't graduate the course, but I got a No, different. Yeah, yeah mine's one. a quintet of dolphins jumping over a rainbow. I got it down in Fort Lauderdale. Um, but, you know, that was what my gay lover wanted. That was what Jeremy, my gay lover, wanted, and he wanted to see that right before he came, so... It's, how, uh, it's weird I how the bullseye, like, or, I'm sorry, the uh, the uh, rainbow wraps around it to kind of a bullseye shape. It does. And then it goes underneath my Such tummy, a, too, because yeah. um, the dolphins keep swimming afterwards. Yeah. Well, our motto, you know, our motto in our squadron was you're only gay if you do it in port. So, you know, okay. we, we got that. Yeah, I do, I do it in public. So, I, you know, it, it is what it is. It's, but that's more out of dominance. Not that there's anything so. wrong with that. No. That's okay. And a lot that's, of eye contact. And, uh, yes. and I like to get some no kissing. visuals. No, no kissing. Never. I never French. Uh, out in public and that's man or woman okay i just i keep that behind closed doors just like mike pence would have wanted um so after top gun you go on and instruct you do all the fun things and everything else yeah do they yeah. eventually tell you hey man you're too old to fly anymore and you got to fucking turn in your your shit yeah you, you you kind of promote out of the cockpit it's just like anything uh in the military they 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 punish success so and it is a young man's game man pulling g's slamming an f-18 aboard an aircraft carrier it it takes a lot out of you man and it's a young man's i can't believe at the age at you know 26 27 they they let me do what i did but you do you kind of age out of the cockpit and 
and it it becomes a younger man's game. You, you you screen for command, you go higher in rank, and you kind of just drift further out of the cockpit until they call you back, like they did with Tom Cruise. Well, how old were you when you stopped flying the uh, fast movers? <sighs> right around forty mm-hmm. uh, was when I stopped flying fighters. That's right around the the sweet spot. There are guys that kind of milk it a little longer, but it's that's 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 right in the zone for ending it. Was there any depression like an athlete? Dan and I have had a million athletes on the show, uh, and we mm-hmm. interview them. And once they retire, um, behind the scenes, I mean, they, they've never really talked about it on air, uh, but uh, they tell us the same thing where, you know, you're doing the greatest thing in the world. Uh, either, you know, you're the height of your career in whatever profession you are, and then it gets yeah. taken away from you, not because you want it to, just because you aged out of it, and especially the cool guy shit that you were doing on a day-to-day yeah. basis. Was there any depression afterwards of like, dude, how do I get excited yeah. for the next part of my life after doing the coolest shit on the planet all these years? Monster depression, man. I've had buddies on the Blue Angels. They're like, dude, your last day on the Blue Angels, they they take that blue flight suit. They light it on fire and pee all over it and give you your green one back and send you back to the fleet. You know, you're just another asshole mowing the lawn. So I, I got out. I stopped flying fighters uh, as a reservist. I was flying the Hornet on the weekends at a Naval Air Station Fort Worth, and I was up in Chicago helping run a, a multi-billion dollar trading firm. So going from a fighter squadron where you trust the dudes in the ready room that you're flying with with your life or they're not there, Right. That's the type of environment is I went to a wall street firm where these guys would push their own mother in front of a bus for a fucking dollar. So it was just such a, it was just such a, it was a tough transition for me to go from having a mission being around dudes that I trust that I love, uh, to an environment where, you know, guys are wearing fucking golf cleats to step all over each other as they, they climb the, the ladder. So I, um, yeah, long answer, short question, Ross, just like an athlete, man, you, you, you long for the old days. So, uh, depression, uh, drinking, yeah. uh, uh, some drugs, some, some, uh, some dark nights of the soul lying on a bathroom floor. Like what the fuck is, is, is wrong. And, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Some, some pretty dark times. How Absolutely. did you, how did you snap out of it then? What was the thing that do you married kids? What was the thing that got you out of yeah. that depression? Yeah. Married a uh, beautiful bride, three kids. Uh, so that they, they, they kept me around, but, uh, you know, right around 2019, 2020, uh, you know, I lost three, three F-18 buddies to suicide. Uh, one of them, a groomsman in my wedding, Marine Hornet guy, Swede, you know, beautiful bride five kids put a bullet in his head i'm like holy shit man there's a lot of a lot of, back at 2020 2019 it was like 17 veterans every day are taking their own lives i'm like are you are you insane that it's that many so i started saying hey i'm i gotta do so i run my own trading company you know i left chicago you can keep it no offense to anybody from chicago but i need a beach i need warmth and Lake Michigan in February ain't a beach to me. So we moved to South Florida and I started a, a trading company called Top Gun Options. Big marketing department came up with that name. Um, so, but in, in 2020, I, I had a, a deep throat, so to speak, in the White House uh, in December 2019. This buddy's like, dude, there's a fucking virus that escaped from a level four lab in Wuhan, China, that's going to come here. I'm like, get out of here. He's like, yep. So, I actually, instead of insider trading, I actually did outsider trading. I told everybody that this shit was coming. Why do I bring this up? Because in the span of 
about three or four weeks is the, you guys remember the market, you know, 3000 points down, uh, 2000 yeah, yeah. points down. Yeah. You know, Donald Trump stocks are looking good here. I'd be a buyer of stocks. The next day it went down 2000 points. I bring that up because an options trader, I printed obscene amounts of money. Mm -hmm. What am I getting at? With the, yeah, I'm not a Pharaoh. I ain't taking my money with me. Right. My dad said, somebody's always got a bigger boat. Right. So I said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do something about veteran suicide. What am I going to do? I don't know. How do you keep guys from putting a bullet in their head? Help them write a resume, buy suits. I had no clue until a buddy of mine's like, hey, you know, there's a group of veteran SEALs that go to Mexico and they do psychedelic drugs. There's a really cool group going in a couple of weeks. Would you like to go? And I'm like, go to Mexico for the weekend, do drugs with Navy SEALs. Sign me the fuck up for that. I had no idea uh, what I was getting in for. So went down to met with JT, uh, with Marcus uh, Luttrell, uh, another Navy SEAL, JJ, and then a, an NFL player suffering from horrific PBI. And you guys, have, you probably heard Jared tell the story, man. I, I was without a doubt the, the most therapeutic, spiritual, fucking ass-kicking of my life. And I got back from that and said, you know what? This is how I'm going to end veteran suicide. This is the way. And, and I started a, a foundation called the, the No Fallen Heroes Foundation to give grants to veterans and first responders and families to sit with these medicines. Because a lot of guys mm -hmm. and gals, they take off this uniform, they don't take off that trauma, and they go be a cop. They go be a first responder. And now they got that type of trauma. So I'm one of the foundations. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give grants to vets, first responders, and then their families. Fellas, I got to be honest with you, 99.9% .9 of my wife's trauma is fucking whiz-induced. So, you know, after three months of, of being home after the medicine, my wife's like, you know what? I, 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 I might, I think this is calling me too. And, and she went and sat with the medicine too. So we started our foundation and uh, it, it kind of filled it. That was a super long answer to your question, but you asked no, how, how I... Uh, I pulled out of that nosedive, man, and it was God, whatever word you want to use, the universe, whatever was right on time, dude, because it pulled me. I was going downhill like Bugs Bunny with the altimeter spinning, and uh, it saved and changed my life easily. Well, one easily. of the differences about your org is that um, most won't let active duty people participate for one reason or another, and uh, no. I, you know, you seem to not give a fuck, so... Well, you know, Dan, you're the pilot in command of your airplane, bro. I, I'm a single seat fighter pilot. When, when, when you all, when the taxpayers, Uncle Sam gives me a jet, I go down to the maintenance department. I read the maintenance manual. Here's the fuel. Here's the hydraulics. On that last page, there's a space for my name, rank, and date. And I, I signed for that jet. So what I tell people is, I don't care what you do. That's between you and and you. So if if you're if you're hurting. Uh, can you turn somebody away who's who's reaching out to you for help? Could you imagine if somebody reached out to you for help and you're like, oh man, you're active duty, I can't help you, and then they put a bullet in your head? I would, I, 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 I'd be devastated. So I got to be honest with you, man. Uh, and and I know there's team guys. I know there's. I'll tell you all right now. I help a ton of veteran airline pilots do the medicine. 
and they're doing it under the radar. So if you're active duty, if you're an airline person and, and you're, you're, I got an F-16 buddy who's like, whiz, I've been in therapy for 15 years, American Airlines captain. I pay cash because I don't want Uncle Sam to find out about this. If I gave the American public a choice, would you rather your captain or first officer be a drunk, self-medicate, miserable, or would you rather them maybe go take a week in Costa Rica to heal their mind, body, and soul? I guarantee you what the American flying public would pick. So again, long answer your, your point, Dan, I, I, I don't turn anybody away who, who needs help. You're the pilot and commander of your jet. You're responsible for what you do. But if I can help you, uh, I call this the world's greatest Ponzi scheme, man. You, 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 you heal yourself and you put the ladder down to help people out. If, when you guys get on an airline or what's the flight attendant tell you? If we lose pressurization and mask drops down, put the mask on you first because you're not good to anybody else, right? So I'm here to help people put the mask on themselves first. And wherever they're working or whatever they're doing, that, that's between them and, and them. Yeah, and, and whenever I'm on a Southwest flight, I just assume they're all on drugs anyways. So when I, you know, as soon as I step on, I'm like, oh, all right. Well, these guys are fucked up. Well, I'm on drugs, so yeah. Who am I to judge? And so, you know like I mean? for me, I don't really care if you're doing drugs or drinking. Uh, it's just when homeboy, but not. But you know, it's funny because my phone blew up. When was this? Three months ago. The the fucking the, the moron on the Alaska Airlines. I was just flight. gonna say the guy who pulled the fucking shit, dude. Yeah. So. You know, my phone blew up, but here's the, well, it's not funny, but here's the interesting part. Oh, I took mushrooms two days ago. And well, you know, he, he said he took mushrooms two days ago. Right. He, he lost his best friend recently. He hadn't slept in like three days. Folks, if you know anything about mushrooms, they're gone in like an hour. You know, it's not even two days. Is Unless he took mushrooms, getting on the plane, yeah. he's a liar. Yeah. The half-life of just, psilocybin is like two and a half hours, I think. So this guy, he was going through a flow chart, uh, his excuse matrix of let me grasp at a ton of straws. But even if he did, that reinforces that these medicines, dude, need to, you know, the two rules of engagement with the medicine work is set and setting. Got to have the right mindset going into these things. And oh, guess what? Putting on an airliner ain't the right setting. So if anything, that that little flare up kind of helped uh, the messaging of this stuff, not not hurt it. Right. So that, that you know, that sucked. But hey, man. Uh, he had no, and his lawyer even said like, yeah, the, the mushroom thing was kind of a, he was full of shit. He was just kind of yeah. grasping at straws. I mean, I've taken mushrooms, uh, probably let's say, let's just say for round number sake, 500 times. Sure. Right. Sure. Uh, probably more than that. I was going to say more than that. Round probably, number yeah. sake. Well, that doesn't include the acid and everything else, but, right, um, right. I, at no point have I been like, you know what I should do is go fly a fucking plane. Really? And, and even if I had, I, at no point yeah. would it cross my mind to do something unsafe because yeah. I was on mushrooms. Like you're not Correct. out of your mind on mushrooms. That's no, stupid. no, 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 no. The ibogaine I did, man, it's a waking dream, right? You pick your eye shade up. Okay. There's two nurses. There's Marcus and JT getting sick. All right. Eye shades back on. So it's not, it, there's so many misconceptions about it. It's, it's not even funny, but th this is my job, right? Is to, is to kind of knock down uh, all of these misconceptions. The medicine work is, is serious work, folks. It's, you know, it, it ain't recreational laying, you know, 10 to 12 hours on my back in the Ibogaine, you know, it took me like an hour at one point to roll on my side, you know, uh, uh, to get comfortable. So yeah, these, these medicines we treat with the utmost respect and, um, and, and yeah, we're, it's interesting because what 
five, six times a year you might see on national news. And, you know, an American Airlines pilot was stopped by TSA and he's drunk or hungover or, you know, they arrested this. So treat it. The FAA treats alcohol. You're not allowed to, you know, what is it? Eight hours bottled a brief or something. So the FAA has clear standards and they trust you as an aviator. You have an airline license. We trust you not to be able to drink and fly. Same thing with these medicines, man. Don't do medicines and fly. Take a week off uh, after you do it. But I- I'd rather help uh, people who need help uh, th- than turn people away. Wiz, you've been on some podcasts before. You know we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles that first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Let's go, baby. Super Bowl's here, kids. Uh, man, this line is all over the place. Uh, open up at minus two and a half in favor of San Francisco. How the fuck is that possible with Brock Purdy as your quarterback? I don't get it, I don't understand it. Luckily, people have come to their senses. It's down to minus one now. If you got it at minus two and a half, congratulations. Uh, a lot of people betting the Chiefs, myself included. I Look, I don't want to spoil the show next week. We will go into all the prop bets, and uh, usually for the Super Bowl, uh, mybookie.com's got over 500 of them for the big game, including the over-under for the national anthem. Uh, tons of prop bets over there for all your favorite players. Uh, how many times they'll cut away to Taylor Swift, all that other fun stuff there. But I'm all in on the Chiefs, dog. I'm all in on the Chiefs. I rode them last week, won a shit ton of money, and uh, I'm going to do it again for the Super Bowl. Look, bet with us or against us if you want to. If you like the 49ers, do it. But put your money where your mouth is. And let's face it, can you really even enjoy the Super Bowl if you don't have money on it? Probably not. Head on over to mybookie.com. Hit that promo code Drinking Bros uh, to double that first deposit up to a thousand dollars. I'm looking at the ratings here; they just dropped right now. This is the most watched AFC Championship in the history of the NFL. Holy shit! Fifty six million people watching this goddamn thing, and they got a picture of Taylor Swift and, and and Travis Kelsey making out. Look at that! Congratulations. You too. Next up, we got hardafseltzer.com. If you're watching the Super Bowl, partying at the Super Bowl, or going to somebody else's house to party for the Super Bowl, grab yourself a 12-pack of Hard AF Seltzer from hardafseltzer.com. So, we're live in uh, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, North Carolina, Ohio, and Texas right now. Um, if you are in one of those states, over at hardafseltzer.com, there's a store locator, and uh, just enter your city or zip, and it'll take you to the closest store uh, that's nearest you. Or uh, if you're anywhere in the South, you can just remember that we're in every single Total Wines. Uh, if you're in Alabama, we're in all the Piggly Wigglies down there, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. We're all stocked up at Rama Jamma, Corks and Tops, at Shell Station on 1405 University Boulevard, Auburn. We're down there in Tiger Liquors. Let's go. Nashville, Frugal McDougal's up in Nashville, as well as that Total Wines, uh, Knoxville. If you're partying in Knoxville over there, shit, we're at the Smoky Mountain uh, Axe House out there. Uh, we're at the Total Wines there with the University Liquors on their campus. Columbus, Ohio, if you're going out to watch the Super Bowl, head on down to the short north to the Pint House down there. It'll be packed 
for Super Bowl Sunday. Urban Meyer's Pint House out in the short north. Maybe you're having a nice Super Bowl dinner at Forno. Ooh, we're there. Or if you're partying on campus at Standard Hall, head on out there. If you're watching pregame stuff down in Wilmington, North Carolina, head on out to brunches. Uh, Maybe you're watching the big game at Whiskey Creek out there in uh, Masonboro Loop. Uh, Big fan of their chicken tendies, dog. I love those buffalo chicken tendies out there at Whiskey Creek. Uh, We're everywhere. Uh, I feel like we're trying to be at least. And if we're not there, uh, let's say you don't live in one of those states and one of the surrounding states. We still ship right to your house at hardafseltzer.com. Go out and grab a 12-pack. Support us and support the show. Uh, I wanted to ask you about the guy, uh, one of my faves, Bebo Russell. Uh, who hijacked that Sky uh, King? Sky King, mm. who uh, hijacked <laughs> the 747 up there and was able to do barrel rolls in it. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't a pilot. No. So, like, how? I mean, I, I don't know how complicated uh-huh. a 747. It's a school bus in the sky. No, it sure. was. Uh, no, it, he. That was like a, a turboprop, man. That was like a ATR or something. It wasn't a 747, man. That, it was a like big Air boy Force jet, one. and they're still studying it allegedly on how he did it and was able to do barrel rolls in that well, goddamn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a. You know, it was like a, a, a Horizon Air Q400. There you go. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't Air Force One. Get off my plane. It no, was, it, was, it was a, a prop see. plane. But how did he do it? Like that's still a big boy plane. Yeah, I mean it's it's like a what 70, 60, 70 passenger plane. It's not like yeah, tiny. Yeah, it, it's a regional. It's a re, it's a small to to mid sized plane. I, it felt as I, I'd love to to tell you that it's super complicated and uh, but man, if you can read a checklist and kind of know where switches are, yeah, and you just kind of get a a quick brief. Where there's a will, there's a way. It ain't, I'd love to make it seem like it's so cosmic. It ain't that hard. If I'm a political science major from South Jersey, I can do it. <laughs> Most people, and that's a propeller plane. That ain't that ain't a Hornet electric jet. That was a turning engines on and flaps it half. Let's take off. And I figured that before you came on the show today. I, as soon as I saw you, I was like, I could do this guy's job easy um, mm-hmm. with no training whatsoever. Guarantee you, you could. Yeah. I and I, you, you we could. probably would have ended up the same spot. I would have been, you know, teaching Top Gun, everything else. No need for training or any of it. So I, at least we're on the same page here. Oh, I read the I manual. I was worried. And yeah, I, did I you? Watched, and I watched the YouTube video, so I feel like I'm pretty set. So you're, yeah, you're pretty savvy. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know what you're doing there. Um, I think so, you could pull it off. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wiz, you're not special Well, today. that's how I learned to give vasectomies. Yep. I just read the fucking man. Like, look, this is not brain surgery. It's dick surgery. Exactly. Right? Which is way less complicated. Super yeah. easy. Uh, well, yeah, every once in a while you hear about, like, a, you know, a submarine at sea. They, they might have, like, a chief you know, who's a medical officer, mm-hmm. they got to do some emergency surgery. They're on YouTube or whatever. Like, okay, step one, make the decision here. It's yep. not, if, if they're, if, if you want to go take that type of plane flying, then that dude, you know, snapped a little bit. He's going to get it done. There was a, there was an enlisted Marine in El Toro who took an A4 airborne. Uh, Google that one. A4, he, he took off in an A4 and he landed it. I mean, the taking off's easy. He landed this A4, and I think they threw him in jail for a couple of years. But he's like, I wanted to be a Marine pilot, and they wouldn't let me. And I read the A4 manual a little bit, and it worked. Well, technically, Bebel Bebo, uh, landed his aircraft as well. He did. I mean, look. He, <laughs> he, now, he, he landed it first, it, which is, uh, I don't know, yeah. maybe you've get, got some feedback on how to, like, a better strategy for it because it didn't work out. But. I, it's what he yeah. wanted, though. Yeah. You needed to flare. You need to. He needed mm. to like kind of flare a Buzz little bit. Buzz the tower flare. a little bit. Yeah. Is that yeah. how? Is that how you'd go out though, like that? Because I always, I, I we made T-shirts. I love the guy, by the way. Um, uh, like I think it's the best. It was hilarious. The audio was hilarious, and everything else. 
Have you ever thought of like, all right, funny, man. I know, but like, what if you get terminal cancer? Is that how you would want to go out? Is you just take the jet out and say, fuck it? Yeah, as long as you're not putting anybody else's life at risk. Right, because he wasn't. I'm, have you guys read my journals or something? <laughs> this is a little creepy. I, well, I, I haven't no, spied you. ready? You. No comment. It is. No comment. It is, you son of a bitch. I fucking knew it, dude. Well, I knew what? it. I mean, I own... I own my own fighter jet. I'm not going to do it with somebody else's airplane. I already own one. So That's what I'm we'll saying. Play. You're not even costing anybody any money. No, dude. And if you just crash Precisely. it into the ocean, it's it it rocks. And right? you're giving some uh, schlub at the fucking FAA something interesting to investigate, right? <laughs> yeah. So you're making their life better. I mean, this is all around. It's a jobs idea, program. Yeah. I'm helping other people. Yeah. No, you know what, fellas? Actually, in my will, and I want to get this publicly on a podcast and in, in, in they contest my will, cremation. Put in a gunpowder and fireworks, and we're going to the beach, and I got some fucking music, and I'm going to go out and fireworks, man. That's how I'm going. It's well, I think I know what the music fireworks. might be. Yeah, Bob, do you have that song? Uh, we've got something queued up. What, Matthew? We've got something queued up here. I'm just saying, Playing if with it the boys? does happen here, no, no, that's a little gay for you. I think- Take my breath away. Oh, Shut your again. mouth, Matthew. There it is again. Man. Bricked this is a up. jam, fellas. Bricked this is up right now. I can just picture you flying in the sky. Terminal cancer, barrel rolls, 10 Gs, whole fucking thing's going up in flames, dude. Just Pops like the DC. window open, he's holding an American flag out with yeah. his bare fucking hands. You see a fucking Lucky bald strike. eagle fly Smoking by, you a cigar, punch it yeah. right in the face, you're like, fuck you. And then boom, you're fucking dead. Well, I think it would be a Canadian goose. You think so? Not a bald eagle. That's us. Oh, is that us? That's right. Yeah, yeah. You would punch something else. What's a French bird, Bob? What, what do we have in France? Is I don't, there think, a I don't bird? think France allows birds anymore. I don't think they do either. At all. Like they outlaw it entirely. I mean, they have the rooster on their uh, soccer, a national soccer team. So uh, Yeah, but so does Tottenham Hotspur. That doesn't mean shit. Yeah, I don't think we can go with a cock. Uh, no. You don't want to punch your own cock on the way out there. You want to punch a Buzz Aldrin. Shit. That's well, right. I want to jack off on Buzz. I don't want to punch him. <laughs> um, that's uh, look again. It's just a personal thing. Like I just, I don't know what it is that I've always wanted to jack off in the last uh, living ash. I think it's something like maybe that's what happened with Vince McMahon. <laughs> Have you read these texts, Matt? I mean, it's pretty fucked up, bud. Yeah, it's pretty rough. He I mean, took a shit happened. on that girl's head, yeah, and then yeah, she yeah. she cleaned up and got back in the orgy for another ninety minutes. Yeah. Which is it's, nuts, it's, it's one thing to catch a straight. It's another thing when the guy's making eye contact with you. God, and how do you uh, get that out all the way? Because I think about whoever was fucking her after that. Like, you know, obviously uh, he, he jerked off after he was taking a dump or maybe mid-dump. Who knows, right? But homegirl's got to clean up, get the shit out of her hair, uh, literally. Yeah, and you got to use back peanut to the butter for that, by yes, the way. Yes, that's no it's easy cleanup. That's no easy cleanup. And then whoever's fucking her is not going to say, man, Barbs, your hair smells like shit. This is Keith's brain oh for breeze on the back of her head. Oh, <laughs> God, dude. You guys smell that? Get the emergency skunk. That yeah. would smell better. Yeah, well, Pepe Le Pew, right? So you can punch him in the face. Exactly. He was a There's the French. Now. Yeah. That's the French. Now we're Instead full of circle. a bird, it's a French skunk. Yeah. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> yeah. We did it. We sure did, Play that dude. song again, Bob. Bob, one no, more no, time. Queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the dog tag. God damn, this is mid-stroke right here. This is like 
Yeah, I'm really getting into it. I'm going for it. You know what I'm saying? Don't break the rhythm. I'm timing it up. You know what I'm saying? I'm timing it up. I might even look yeah. at a full-length mirror and catch my triceps, dude, oiled up on the side where I'm just, yeah. Check out the calves. Fuck Gotta yeah, dude. And then I strap on my own guitar, dude, and start playing, dude, right before I eat. Well, you jack. don't even need the strap. You just lay it on the back. Yeah. And, and you I play it like a steel guitar, yeah. With my cock, dude. <laughs> and then I just e-jack, dude. Boom. At the right end of the it. strings. Yeah. Fuck. Do you know who did that song? Do you know who uh, played the guitar in that? Mm-mm. Eddie Van Halen. Isn't that crazy, dude? No. Yes. Really? R.I.P. Obviously, he's fucking dead. Uh, but that was Eddie I think Van you had Halen. To take dude. my Top Gun patch. I did not know that's. A fr- I didn't know I was going to learn anything. I think I just yeah, made that I up. Learned. Bob, is that real? Can you look it up? <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! I'm fifty fifty on it. Okay, at least I'm being honest I, with you, Wiz. I doubt it. It's yeah. Steve Stevens. Oh, that's man. not even a real my name. Story dude. was better. Like Dave Davidson. That's know? not even a real fucking name. Steve Stevens. That, that's fucking probably his alias, dude. Fuck that, dude. Yeah, man. That's For Eddie point. Van Halen. Yeah. We're giving sign. that to Eddie Van Halen. Son I'm of Eddie a Van bitch. Halen. Call uh, sign Steve Stevens. Steve Stevens was Billy Idol's guitarist and songwriting mm. collaborator. That's yeah. still good. That's uh, not. It's not great. That's still good. It's not great. He's also played eh. for Michael Jackson, if that helps. Uh, it doesn't. Well, it didn't help those kids. No, they still got any, their assholes yeah, licked. If anything, it hurts, Bob. It sure does, Bob. Not me, but the kids. Yeah, yeah. those kids were at uh, 10 and 2, man. He Just should have played for the movie licked. Bottom Gun. That's the movie for him. <laughs> oh, oh, Bottom Gun. That's bottom a good idea. A because to be one. honest, uh, with that volleyball scene, it, it was Bottom yep. Gun. Just two gay pilots, dude, finding love in Top Gun where it's just Bottom Gun. They're fucking uh, flying side by side, holding hands. Yep. Oh my god, dude! Could you imagine? Or he's in the, he's in the gunner seat, getting a fucking massage. Yep, and it, and oh it's when, when you go inverted, it's both of their dicks pulled out on top of the glass. They touch tips. Yeah, and then it's just dick to dick, and yeah. it's like holy shit, taking pictures of each other's dicks, just blasting off dick pics in the sky. Do you fucking believe this? I can't fucking believe this. Ah, uh, be now great. You know the real story, probably no, right. Exact, well, that would be the that's Navy. What happens version yes. oh yeah right? for sure certainly like the all navy version for sure it would mm-hmm. certainly be that yeah you ever uh bone a lady up there in one of those jets just to do it or just on the thing like as the sun's coming down you know a nice sunset and then you uh you bone in, in your in your jet yeah I think she's a butterfish you just make her wear the helmet pull the visor down totally You'll you can't even know. see her dude yeah. you can't even see her it's that classified point. This is America. You have done it. I know it. I, God damn it. He's, I knew it. You he's he's, he's say, diverting his eye contact. I'll say that. He is. Let, let, let's just say the intake of an F-18 is and hold a couple people. And what, 16 ounces of semen too? Well, no, it's a, the intake. I don't know what that means. What's that? Bob, pull up a fucking jet. What's where the, the air? F-16, yeah. The air the goes air into in. the that engine. Fucking, you could have just said that, dude. That, you don't have to get all fucking technical. Well, it's kind of a trapezoid or some shit. It's called the intake, it? bro. It's the, it's the air induction entryway hole. That's Dumb it down. Know your podcast host. Dumb it down, <laughs> brother. Just say it's the yeah. blowhole, like on the top of a whale or something. Yeah. I mean, you could, if you, if, you, if, you, if you just look up F-16 intake, Bob, you'll see pictures of people inside of it. Like there sitting, you go. Well, I, well but your plane captain, so before you go flying, your plane captain actually dives down the intake and spins the blades. They look at the blades to make sure there's no dings. Or okay. actually in Vietnam, the North Vietnamese used to infiltrate air stations. You know, duck, you know, duct tape, they uh-huh. call it Mach 2 tape. Yep. They would take a quarter and some duct tape and put it underneath a fan blade. So the engine would start up and eventually the quarter would rip off and then fod the motor and destroy the motor. Hopefully airborne. 
if you're Vietnamese. Yeah, you know, so, yeah. Uh, it, it's big in Asian culture that they would throw change inside the engine and say, good rock. You've heard that, right? What kind of change? That's a totally true story. Um, I, it was like uh, nickels or something, nickels or penny. And uh, I, they actually shut down one of the flights because uh, some woman fucking chucked her change in the goddamn engine and said, good rock. Um, over there, a dead serious man, Bob. You could bring that up. I'm not kidding. Time. She didn't yeah. say that. Five dollar. I don't. Yeah, I don't. That. I don't think what you're saying is true. It is. No. Uh, Je- Jesse talks about I'm it not, all the time. It's not a wishing well. It's a goddamn engine. I, I, I'm I think telling Steve you. Stevens did that. Yeah, Steve Stevens or Dave Davidson probably had something to do with that. Bob, look it up. The 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 Asian women, older Asian women, used to throw change inside the engines and say "good rock." Well, maybe that's your 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 call signs, Cliff Clavin, man. You crack me up. <laughs> it's a little known fact that uh, the Asian ladies. Yeah, Bill Brasky. We have an answer. Uh, yes, uh, that is a thing. Yes, what? I Get fucking told here. you, dude. Pull up the article so I can see it. I don't believe Thank any you. of this. God nonsense. damn it! Man. Make I'm a baby fucking Jesus genius. cry. I'm a no. genius, Wiz. Uh, yeah, pull it up. Pull up the article here. Well, that's he just made a Wikipedia page real quick. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, Anybody can do that. Article. It's on SanFranChronicle.com. By the way, if you get a link and it's SanFranChronicle.com, it's a black dude with a big dick. Is it really? Yeah, it's not a real paper. Uh, what do we got there, Bob? I mean, it's just a, there's a ton of. So there was a recent story of woman throws lucky coins into jet engine. Yep. What the fuck? I told man. you, dude. Uh, China Southern Airlines flight. China. But yeah. yeah, it used to be, I think, a bigger thing based on what I'm seeing. Good rock. And that was good luck, but it would fuck up the engines. And then finally, they stopped the last person after they did it, and they were like, Hey, dude, you were going to die on this, on this plane. Where are you? Uh, they don't have jet bridges. They're just walking on the ramp, just, and the engine's turning, and they throw the, the change in there. Well, every, now, uh, every now and again, you'll catch one of those uh, stair ramps, right? Yeah. I'm 50-50. When, yeah. Dan Not 50-50. Like, well, you and I travel a lot. Maybe time. Wilmington, Charlotte, I feel, is like Smaller that. airports. Burbank is always like that, yeah, where i got to walk out there. Or, or if you're catching a connection at a major airport to a regional, so every, yeah. that's pretty common. I did a. It's rare that the motors are turning. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The (laughs) motors aren't turning. But um, I did a a selfie when Dan and I were on the last one out in front of it. And it said, you know, American Eagle on the side of it, American Airlines. And I took Mm -hmm. a picture uh, of myself and I posted on Instagram. And I said, man, my life is pretty public, but there is times that I like to be private. So forgive me. I'm going to get on my PJ here and get the fuck out of there. And like everybody got a good chuckle except for one dickhead who wrote in. and was like, I've been following Drinking Bros and you and Dan since the beginning. I knew you guys were getting rich. You don't need to shove it in our faces. And I'm like, it says American Airlines on the side of this goddamn thing. Well, I did, I'll tell you how rich I am as are, soon as I get there. Are you a shareholder in American Airlines? I'm not. Is uh, that the one that went but fucking I'm a gold full retard member. a couple weeks ago? Uh, was American the one? No. Oh, by the way, it was Matt, United. United. I, wanted, I wanted to ask you about this. Uh, apparently, some docs leaked from the FAA where they're doing DEI hiring. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you hear? I'm sure you've heard about this. Oh yeah, man. They, they, they and the FAA kind of admitted to it. Like, yeah, we are. We're going after psychotic people, and it, <laughs> it makes for a diverse, you know, experience, dude. It's gonna. It as you guys know, diversity will end up killing people. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, look at Boeing, man. They, they, Boeing just came out with a report that, oh, yeah, these Maxes are leaving Boeing with the bolts in the plug door not installed. Um, so, you know, if you can't hit the ball over the net, you lower the net. We've been lowering the net and the aviation, and aviation's a self cleaning oven. If you, if, you know, you, you can only be wrong once. So, yeah, DEI is going to get a lot of kill- people killed. 
Or it's going to help people. Like for you, you kept talking about transitioning throughout the show. It's time to lop off that ding dong, brother, and yeah, get the back VA, in that jet. I did, I did a story on it yesterday, actually. The VA is going to start funding this whole thing. You yep. get your dick cut off tomorrow if you want, bud. It's a little late for me. I had to pay for my own, but shit. Can yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if they're doing reimbursements. Actually, no. I don't think. I don't think they're going to send you your money back. Um, no, you send them the dick, and they, it's like cash for gold. Uh-huh. And they pay you a fucking small stipend. <laughs> I sure do. Or they go over to China, and then they, they just scoop it out of the engine. Good rock. Yeah, I mean, if you were See, firing I, chicken parts or your wiener into that thing, I think it would be fine. Oh, it'd be great. See, dude, uh, Ross, I had that wrong. You, you talked about throwing change. I threw my dick down the intake of a uh, uh, sure did, dude. Engine. You sure did. Uh, and then it chopped up. You should have called pieces. us first because we do consulting on the side. We sure do. Um, so if you're looking, if you're out there and you're you're looking to get that hog lopped off, uh, we can help you with that. Yeah, with a Montana mm. knife from Montana Knife Company. Yes, that is Josh Smith who that. makes those sharpest blades on the planet. Uh, they are a hunting mm. knife company. Uh, first and mm. foremost. Well, I'm hunting them weeds. <laughs> Wiener hunting. <laughs> you can't go hog hunting. We're in Texas, dude. You can go hog hunting out here. Yep. Let me see that hog, boy. I got a Montana knife. I'll slash that fucker off. You got to say that deep accent, too. We'll put it in yeah. a Ziploc bag for you so you can throw it into the engine. We sure will. The aircraft that you're going to go fly back home on. We, uh, yes. And then what yeah. we'll do, Bob, um, is we'll we'll play the song as I'm cutting off the the the, mm-hmm. the wiener too uh, but just mm-hmm. to get you involved obviously like you were in top gun uh, bob go ahead and fire that back up real quick in case you forgot not, not it in the movie. um yeah. i'm just saying dude we yeah. would play yeah. the song as we're lopping off your hog and then you know i'd be on the phone <laughs> with your wife kind of talking her through it and uh this sounds and it like would a clip fun. jt would I mean, make it would look just his. like this it would look like that really? it would look like that just like this Can and then and boom, boom you're good to go right there and what's uh, going on over here Maybe, uh, maybe you guys are we got an ad. poor and won't pay for ad-free Spotify. Oh, on Spotify? Oh, I have it on my own account. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't buy us. No, we, oh, we offered to be bought by them, and they were like, no, dude, with you guys? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, we got two ads going wow, right Mother yeah. of fucking Christ. Jesus. Wow. Christ. Buy the show, Spotify, you fucks. <laughs> I'll, play, I'll play along. I'll get the subscription or whatever it is. I was kind of good. I think the good thing, fellas, is is if you did chop that off, I might be able to screen for command. Maybe I I would have made admiral or I would have made rear admiral. Yeah. How how sharp is that knife? Can you cut that off? Can you cut the head of that dick off? Uh, No, I don't want to fuck the knife up. (laughs) There it is, dude. And look at that, dude. Go to Dan. Just sawing that hog off, dude. You going to the shaft? You going down there at the shaft? I'm cutting the whole goddamn thing off. Because I get paid by the weight. You sure do. Yeah. You know, see, when I go to the cat for the Cox for Gold place. And just slicing that hog off. <laughs> this oh, is geez. for your commanding officer you pissed on, Matthew. I'm giving him back the dick you pissed on him with, you son of a bitch. Also, if you're playing this right now, chances all went down. Chappie Sinclair. Thank you, yeah. Bob. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, Bob. Yeah. Definitely pause that. I have a feeling we're coming back to it. Uh, just because I love nothing more in this life than beating a, a joke into the fucking ground. Uh, no. Now's the point in the show we get to the drinking bro of the week, Matthew. Uh, Mateo, who would you like to give the drinking bro of the week to? Someone who inspired you or helped you become the person you are today? The drinking bro of the week. That inspired me to get to where I am today. Yeah. I'm going to go with JT. Mm. Jared JT's Taylor? My Jared Taylor, man. Why Jared? I met, J- 
I met JT in, in San Diego and little chunky monkey, you know, little, 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 Dad is little fatty. Little yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Little fatty, little, little drunk. And the man is a lean, mean fighting machine nowadays and just uh, blessed and unstoppable. Yeah. 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 I think Jay uh, I, and Marcus, Marcus Luttrell, both those guys. And we, we have our own little thread and Marcus calls everybody once a week. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Click. And, uh, you know, I'd say Marcus and JT are tied for first for my bros of, of the week. Great dudes. I'd, I'd kill. I'd die for them. Love them both. Do you Louis C.K. Um, Latrell? Do you, do you jack off when he's on the phone or do you or is it too quick? Is the combo I'm the lone survivor now. Yeah. No, he's, yeah. He, he, I'm the lone load. Uh, it's quick. <laughs> You don't get time to get wood. It's mm. uh, or me. I'm 55. You guys might. You're well, I stay hard, bud. So. Yeah, I'm only 33. I'm I'm bricked up all goddamn day. I you keep playing that anthem, dude. I might shoot before the show's over. Mm. Fuck. Are you are you hanging stalactites underneath that desk right there? Mm-hmm. Me Dave dwelling. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Are you kidding? A guy like me? Shit, dude. Not only am I hanging stalactites, I've got the entire uh, Declaration of Independence tattooed on my cock. So as it grows and stretches, you can read all of it. And all their signatures are on it, too. Very lifelike. Hancock. Yeah, yeah. I go the full so route, like, dude. Talking about Herbie Hancock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Electric Bugaloo. That's a 30-year-old fucking joke. It sure is, dude. That is, dude, I laughed at that. Herbie yeah. Hancock. Well, is he still only, alive? Well, that was 97. He's right? alive. Six. He's alive and well. He won a Grammy like 10 years ago, too, for something else, <clears> man. <throat> Yeah, but Herbie the guy who Hancock said it, did. Yeah, alive. Yeah, yeah. Chris Farley's dead as hell. Shit, isn't there a new fucking um, uh, Axel Foley movie coming out? Yeah, there yeah. is. Uh, he's Beverly I, he, Hills I, Cop. The the theme song is in it. I just saw the trailer the other day. So Herbie's still alive and well. He's doing Octane great shit. Foley. Uh, he's in yeah. it too, by the way. Balky. You're talking about Balky Balky. Bartokimus. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Yeah, he's in it as well. They got everybody back. Judge Reinhold's back in that motherfucker. They got everybody back from the dead for that. So you're good to go. Is is the police chief still alive? The guy with like the blonde hair? Ronnie Cox. I was shocked. I was shocked. I couldn't believe it either. He's alive. He's He's 85. Yeah, he's alive. He's 85 and he looks great in the movie. John Ashton's alive. He's 75. I think Judge Reinhold. I love that guy in Taps. He was the colonel in in the movie Taps. Talk about an obscure Tom Cruise reference there. I know. He was the hardo in in the movie Taps. Uh, Hardo. I haven't heard the word hardo in a while. I like it. I'd like to bring back hardo. You know? I think I can do it. Tom Cruise in the movie Taps, that's the definition of hardo, I, I, I would assume. Sure is. Uh, and you're the, definish, the definition of Hardo to me, friends. It was awesome having you on the show. I had no idea. Yeah, wait, the I just used it, was it in take. a derogatory way. I didn't. That, that was, was that you a didn't? compliment? No, it was for you. Oh. Yep. You're my Hardo. Uh, I, I appreciate that, man. You're my fucking uh, Hardo, bro. Okay. <laughs> Get me on that text hey. thread that you're on. You're, I, that way I can just shoot you a text once a week and say, you're my fucking Hardo. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, only with pictures, man. Yeah. Pictures. I will. I only use pictures. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Hey, seriously me? though we got to get you guys i'll tell you what I'll, I'll make you an offer right now if both you guys come down to just north of fort lauderdale i'll get two l39s and you two can go out and dogfight each other for ultimate one versus one i'll win man on man action i destroy him and, i'm no, all in we, all we, in. we've done wow. this in a way at dream racing in vegas and and you didn't yeah. come close to beating me i so. didn't i don't like cars i'm better in planes dude you're the same way i feel like you and i are kindred spirits like yeah and if in a plane, I would destroy him. In a car, sure. Whoa. You know. All right. Um, That's a big, big I'll big I'll eject talk. out of my plane 
and let it fly right before. into the side of you, bud. No. To before I fucking lose? No. I'll, Premature I'll, ejection. I'll take both of his fucking planes out before I lose. <laughs> I promise you that. Uh, Akbar. Let's do <laughs> it, dude. Let's do it. That's, a good, that's an interesting tactic. Never been tried before. We'll see if it works. Yeah. Uh, they did. It did. With I mean, the, you, they we've did all, fly a couple jets we, or something a while yeah, ago. Yeah, but not. They didn't jump out of them. <laughs> but they didn't ghost ride them in. They fucking stayed for the fucking journey. You know what I mean? It did. Yeah. It sure did. Uh, thanks for being here. Tell, tell everybody where they can find uh, uh, your organization. Oh, yeah. Instagram, obviously, No Fallen Heroes, or, or you can go to nofallenheroes.com. If you know a vet, if you are a vet or a first responder or a family member, and, you know, I, oh, five years ago, Wiz, if I heard me talking like this, I'd kick my own ass. But the uh, uh, that guy died on on a on a bed in Mexico on a floor. Uh, if the medicine calls to you, right? They they say if it, it'll hear you calling. If if you got any questions, man, reach out to me I, on uh, Instagram at uh, official underscore Wiz Buckley. I'll answer questions, man. But uh, it, the, the medicine work saved and, and changed my life. I was a fucking drinker, wasn't a good drinker, and. You know, I, I can have a glass of wine with my steak now, but it it uh, the stuff saved and changed my life, and I'm just just trying to put the ladder down and and help as many uh, of our heroes as we can. And thankfully, you know, we've been having to escape to Mexico and fucking Costa Rica. And thank thank you, Oregon. Thank you, Colorado. We did our first healing retreat in the great state of Colorado uh, in October, so we're starting to heal our heroes at home because it's a disgrace having to sneak to a yeah. Florida's working on it too. I know Marcus and Amber are working on it down there, but it's a fucking shit show. Giddy up. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, well, fucking DeSantis, man. He's a Navy dude. You think mm. he'd be on board and he, he needs to, he needs to giddy up. But yeah, reach out to me. If you go to nofallenheroes.com, there's a grant request form. If the medicine's calling you and, and you're one of our heroes, uh, let me know and I'll, I'll do my best to try and uh, help you out, man. It's all about putting the ladder down and helping to save and change. Let's fucking make the world a better place. It's, that's my mission objective. Absolutely. Uh, we appreciate what you're doing. We appreciate you stopping by here and being on this ridiculous program that we call Drinking <laughs> Bros. Go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, and you can walk the fuck away at that point. Uh, and if you are on Spotify, Bob, is there a song that you would play us out with if you were listening to this particular program on Spotify right now? What would that song be to play him off the air? Goddamn right, too. You son Talk of to me, bitch. Goose. Yeah. For Wiz. What's your call sign? No. <laughs> I'm Wet Loggins. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone. <laughs>